Joe Rogan blasts a CNN doctor. CNN once again gets exposed for deceptive reporting of COVID-19 deaths. We're going to go over why the supply chain in the U.S. is breaking down and how Trump warned of it. And researchers show that Zuckerberg spent $419.5 million to push Democrat votes in 2020. When it gets all this and more in just one second, if you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe, and notifications on new video every single day. This show will probably get demonetized, so if you support me, please become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or even a Patreon supporter. Go listen to a full episode of the show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast staff. Now let's get right into this. I certainly wouldn't look at that and say this is a reason for children not to get vaccinated. But if there is a statistic, if there's a study that shows that young boys in particular are more likely to have an adverse reaction to the vaccine than they are to catching COVID. Why was there a study that shows that? Yes, fine. <laughs> boys more at risk from Pfizer jab side effect than COVID study suggested. U.S. researchers say teenagers more likely to get vaccine related myocarditis than end up in the hospital with COVID. I think, you know, like if you were to ask the question, how likely you'd end up in the hospital after a vaccine versus how likely you end up in the hospital after COVID? That would be a fair comparison. What do you think is wrong with this comparison that they're making? Let's put it up again so you can specifically read it. Ooh. And tell me what's wrong, because Ooh. I feel like you're kind of cherry picking here. No, no. Because it says the data suggests that boys 12 to 15 with no underlying medical conditions are four to six times more likely to be diagnosed with vaccine-related myocarditis than ending up in the hospital with COVID. Ending up in the hospital with COVID for anything, right? I mean, th th that's, there are two different groups of patients here. One is specifically myocarditis. Right, but ending up in the hospital with COVID over anything would give you more data. Yeah. It would give you more instances. Right, so, so I, I mean. But that would make more people hospitalized with COVID. Your, your example falls the wrong way. So, so right? what, what I'm saying is that most of the people who got myocarditis did not need to go to the hospital. That's it says 86% of the boys affected required some hospital care. Yeah, I, I think so. That's you, a lot. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that they ended up needing to be hospitalized, though. But it says it right there. 86% of the boys it. affected by vaccine-related myocarditis required some hospital care. Yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying, but... When you look at the data, this overall, doesn't concern you. This doesn't make you it, pause. It does concern me totally. I think, but the question still is from a risk reward proposition. The like risk it. reward proposition there is but, very clear. But you're ignoring I, oh, the science no, no, that I they're can, presenting. No. They're so, they're showing that, that, that you're more likely to get myocarditis at a large number, four to six times more likely. They're not saying myocarditis. They're they're saying they're, it's it's then be hospitalized with COVID. Hospitalized with COVID. But you have an impulse. Uh, well, to um, to defend well, let the me... vaccination in light of this data, but I Ooh. so that's that's the end of this clip. Um, so this was Joe Rogan um, with Doctor Sanjay Guapa, a CNN medical correspondent, and he he did an article talking about why Joe Rogan and I sat down to talk for more than three hours. And this was posted. Uh, I think his article was posted before. Uh, that clip started to go viral. So let's read what he said. In today's uh, highly segmented media world, most of us who watch and listen to me every day on CNN have already received and accepted the message about the utility of vaccines, the importance of masks, and how we can all work together. Now, this is so funny. It's finally the left. The left finally comes out of their little echo chambers. They finally come out and they're like, well, you know, I'm going to go on Joe Rogan. I'm going to go preach to the rest of the world why they have to get the vaccine because of all of our viewers already got it. And they go there, immediately gets questioned, immediately gets roasted, immediate, and, and had this guy for a loop. 
It's like, wow, you finally got out of the echo chambers to, to convince the rest of the country to get vaccinated and you get destroyed. This is why they never go out to do debates. This is why they never leave their echo chambers. This is why they stick and they stay in their little bubble. If anything, probably less people are going to get vaccinated now because he came out of his bubble. I don't think I've ever had a conversation that long. Would anyone seriously think about that? We sat in a windowless podcast booth with two sets of high. Okay, I don't care that you're there for a while. At a time, there was a desire for shorter, crisper content responding. Okay, who cares, bro? It's like your first time you ever did a podcast. Here's the headline. Joe Rogan, Rogan agreed to the... To, to Joe Rogan agreed to get vaccinated. Okay, I'm embellishing here, but Joe Rogan is the one guy in the country I wanted to exchange views with in a real dialogue, one that could potentially be among the most important conversations of the entire pandemic. After listening to his podcast for a while now, I wanted to know, was Joe simply a sour of doubt, a creator of chaos, or was there something more? Was he asking? You got to love how, like, leftists they make everything about them now this is not about you going to you know get the rest of the world vaccinated and you know it's about saving the world no no it's about it's about you it's about how you felt and how you're you're the world savior it's like whenever you read a lot of these leftist articles it's always about them uh, it wasn't that joe rogan was most interesting most interested in me is how he thinks okay truth is i have always been a natural skeptical person myself see like it's all about him the free will at the fifth end where the nose begins. Wow, what a, what a, I can't even read this article. Uh, what he said next surprised me. <laughs> so it turned out Joe Rogan nearly got vaccinated. That was the headline. It was a few months ago, and he was in Las Vegas. He had an appointment scheduled, and whatever. Who cares? The nuance of immunity. I, I, I can't read this, this garbage. I want let's go through some of the responses that people are saying on Twitter right now. So if you go to if I'm on Twitter, I have Joe Rogan selected. Um, let's read. Uh, let's see. Um, this one. CNN Don Lemon CNN and Don Lemon are pathetic and the zero ambiguous. He lied about Joe Rogan and told his viewers he took horse dewormer, a hundred percent lie. He took so Don Lemon said this in this in this little clip. Don Lemon said, It's not a lie to say that Intervexamin is used as a horse dewormer. I think that's important, and it's not approved for COVID. The doctor said, Correct. If you look at the data, there's no evidence that it really works against COVID. Okay, apparently what they're saying there is a complete and utter lie. Uh, ben Askra said, Is Joe Rogan the most trustworthy journalist in America right now? Someone else said, Sanjay just admitted to Joe Rogan that CNN lied about intervex me and whatever. Uh, Will CNN apologize? Joe Rogan calling out the chief medical correspondent. Delicious to watch. Uh, Joe Rogan asks if it bothers him that CNN outright lied about the horse dewormer. Let's, let's listen to that section. That sounds like a good section to listen to. Horse dewormer is not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network. It, it, and it's a lie that's a willing that's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah. They're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the FDA put out? 
What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, stop taking this stuff, or something like Why that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel the, Prize. The Nobel Prize in 2015. 15, yeah. yeah no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro. You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie? And say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is th but don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is. This is ivermectin. You got this it with it right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. All right, hang on. I, I, see, you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to... that's a problem? That going so fast. Do you think it's a problem that CNN's lying about medical information? CNN chief correspondent, medical guy. I think we're going a little too fast here. Get the heck out of here. Your news network not... lies. Well, I don't. I don't. Dude, I mean, what did they say? They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse oh dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me. By a doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. along they with shouldn't have said a it was bunch worse. of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill, because there were people that were taking it, the veterinary medication, and I, you're not obviously, you got it from a doctor, so that it shouldn't be called that. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease, and as you say, it's probably you know I think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world. More, I get that way more. So way but, more can, billions can, of people have taken it. Can I just come back to the one I want to talk about? Two, no, no, two, no, no, two no, no, things no. on you the ledger. To, you have before we get to that. Does it bother oh. you that the news network you work for out and out lied, well, just outright lied oh. about me taking horse dewormer? They, they they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask. You I, didn't think that was your. Did, you're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before. <laughs> but they coming did it with such glee. You're the medical guy over there. Okay, let, let's watch. Um, I think this is. What's this? So very important. I know it's in, in large part a tongue when in cheek. When he was on CNN, the doctor, I believe. Well, let's see, because the way that someone framed this post right over here makes it seem like um, the doctor encouraged the lie. Let's listen interview you know because it's joe rogan and there's a lot you're jockeying back and forth but he he did say something about ivermectin that i think wasn't actually correct about cnn and lying okay ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer so it is not a lie to say that the drug is used as a horse dewormer i i, I think that's important and it is not approved for covid correct that's right. That's correct. It, it, it is not approved for COVID. And you're right. I mean, the FDA even put out a, a statement saying, you know, basically reminding people it was a strange sort of message from the FDA, but that said, you're not a horse, you're not a cow, stop taking this stuff is essentially what they said, referring to ivermectin. Now, I think what, what Joe's point that is, has been approved is that for humans, and, but not necessarily for COVID, right? Yeah. That's correct. It's been it's been used for a parasitic disease for something it's called river blindness, and it's been very effective for that. But, you know, just because it works for one thing doesn't mean it works for something else. Right. And, you know, there's still a few ongoing clinical trials around ivermectin. But for the most part, if you look at the data, there's no evidence that it that it really works here. When Joe got sick, he took ivermectin. He also took monoclonal antibodies, mm -hmm. which is, you know, an infusion of these antibodies. So he took both those things. It's, it's, it's very likely it was the monoclonal antibodies that made him feel better so quickly.
Sanjay, always a pleasure. I hope this was an easier uh, experience. I mean, that doesn't really say anything. CNN, Don Lemon, uh, pathetic. The zero ambiguous. They lied about Joe Rogan. They told viewers he took horse dewormer, a 100% lie. He took a human version of intermectosexual prescribed by his medical doctor. But as I said, I mean, he, he the guy even said it. Uh, that, that whatever whoever put out a tweet and he and he quoted it saying that um you're not a horse you're not a cow whatever you know don't take this stuff uh it's approved for human usage as well so i, I don't i don't get why that um reference would even be worthy of any note because uh, then you're just implying at that point that it's not for humans so let's read and see if there's any more um it's true in different in, in section whatever in Invectamin. I can't pronounce this freaking. You get what I'm saying? Is a derivative. Are those effective for cattle, sheep, and other livestock? Also, it's highly effective for preventative treatment in people of whatever, 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 and scabies. But it doesn't work for COVID. That's what one person said. A PhD guy said, but it doesn't work for COVID. Um, as there is there where I wanted to see the proof where it says it doesn't work for COVID because as the guy, the doctor just said is like the, I think he said that there was the studies being conducted to see if it does. Uh, someone says being conservative is like living in a sitcom. Sometimes neighbor listening loudly to Joe Rogan this morning and I'm like, are you one of us? Joe Rogan is officially smarter than the doctor that most of America listens to. <laughs> the clip of Joe Rogan already has more than twice the audience of the highest rated show on CNN. The fear of the future where places like CNN no longer have monopoly on information drives 100% of the network's uh, effort to undermine any independent voices like Joe Rogan. That's great. Joe Rogan clip uh, I posted above from the anonymous small Twitter account already has 1.8 million views. The real number is way higher since others reposted it. It's been years since CNN got anywhere close to 1.8 million watching their network. That's that's great. That's great. It's going to have even more with all these reposts, all these people talking about it. You're fully vaccinated. You have an extraordinarily small chance of being hospitalized or dying. COVID. We're talking about more than 99.999% of fully vaccinated Americans wow. surviving thanks to the vaccine. Let's bring in our numbers whiz, Harry Inton. What I'm interested in is comparing the fully vaccinated to those who are unvaccinated. And what we know is at this particular point, if you are unvaccinated, your chance of dying is 25 times higher higher than if you're vaccinated. Higher. So if you have the opportunity right now to go get a vaccine and you haven't gotten one yet, the numbers paint a clear picture. You listen, listen. You him. should do so. Okay, so let's watch. Based on CNN's own numbers, their survival rate if you're vaccinated is 99.999% and it makes your death rate 0.001%. That's if you're vaccinated. Now, if you go based on the unvaccinated data, which the data that they said, which I don't even know if it's correct or not because it's from CNN, but they said it's 25 times higher if you are unvaccinated, uh, your cause of death. Okay, so let's break down the numbers. Uh, your survival rate is then 99.975% if you're unvaccinated, according to CNN's numbers. Don't know if that's factually correct or not. And the death rate is 0.025%. I think I'll I'll definitely take my personal personally I'll take my chances with that 0.025% death chance. Um, also, when you consider in the factors that I'm young and healthy, um, 
probably an even smaller count of my chances of death. But let's let's read the article. Uh, this then again hilarious what CNN keeps doing all the time. CNN has once again sabotaged himself. A deceptive reporting that was found out in recent broadcasts. CNN reporters claim that survival rate for vaccinated persons is. You guys just explained all that to you. Um, someone tweeted out. Uh, real quick, being surprised that black people aren't excited about the COVID vaccine makes zero sense. For many generations, we have figured out home rem- remedies due to the majority not having health insurance. Uh, do you really think we're afraid of a virus with a 99% survival rate? I don't even know how this warrants a pandemic uh, to shut down the entire world with, with a survival rate like that. Once it was found out, it was only reinforced the views of anti-vaxxers and vaccine skeptics. Getting vaccinated is generally a good thing. However, nobody wants to do something that they're being forced to do. Living fear against individuals in order to coerce them will only push them further from desired outcome. I mean, we can we can talk all the live long day how this 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 um, virus shouldn't be warranting um, the, the the level of tyranny that it's warranting. But the Democrats will be Democrats, and they'll be grifting every single chance they get to achieve their goal. And it seems like their goal is complete uh, economic destruction and control over this country. And I do believe there's a reason why the elites are supporting Democrats, and there's a reason why Chinese spies are supporting Democrats. There's a reason for that. This is what a broken supply chain looks like from the air. Nearly 60 cargo ships floating outside the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. They're carrying about a quarter million containers. The workers will soon be unloading around the clock. Truckers at the port of L.A. sometimes have to line up for hours just to pick up one container. And then where do they take them? Most warehouses are full. And that's delaying deliveries even further. This is what so that was a report by CBS showing the destruction of this current supply chain. Now, I'm going to go into why this U.S. supply chain is destroyed and, and how it is how this is not Trump's fault. Now, since the beginning of this pandemic, the beginning of lockdowns, Trump has has said this. And I quote, Trump said, our country wasn't built to be shut down. And he gave multitude of factors on why it wasn't built for being shut down. Now Democrats are acting surprised that their lockdowns have led to economic destruction, supply chain crisis. They're just blaming Trump for something he warned of and didn't do. Right now, we have a supply chain crisis where the supply chain we depend on is falling apart due to a multitude of reasons. The Biden administration is attempting to blame Trump, but Trump wasn't the one to shut down half the country. Uh... Trump literally said, we can't shut down this country. It will be bad. The Democrats shut down half the country. The economy goes to shit. And then the Democrats proceed to go blame Trump. I mean, what else do we expect from these people? Um, And then by New York Times, Biden announces measures as major ports uh, to battle supply chain woes. The Port of Los Angeles will join the Port of Long Beach in an operation 24-7 as the administration struggles to address the problem and boosting inflation. Um, and this comes after also, I believe, they tweeted this article out. Let me see. It says right here. Like many other problems we've inherited, we are tackling the supply chain mess. That's coming from somebody, a chief, White House chief of staff said this. Like many other problems we've inherited. You've only inherited problems caused by Democrats and that are running Democrat states, Okay. 
And this is why it's very important that California be broken up because California owns the entire West Coast, virtually the entire West Coast. And when Gavin Newsom, I mean, there's, there's probably a reason because probably companies would rather import their supplies into, I guess, new California or the actual, you know, conservative California. That's where people would probably rather import their goods to, which they're not going to be able to. The United States is currently experiencing a supply chain crisis, but many Americans have no idea why. So what is happening? During the pandemic for commodities uh, was incredible. Uh, during that pandemic, demand for con uh, commodities was incredibly low. Money was sparse and money was largely being spent only where it needed to be. Many Americans were unemployed and were working with small budgets, saving what they could in case things got worse. Now with lockdowns and employment has skyrocketed, businesses are desperate for employees and higher employment uh, is the higher demand of any product will be. Consumers can only spend money if they're making money as employment skyrocketed, demand did too. Now they're are not enough resources such as ships and containers to distribute uh, products. Even if there were enough shipping resources, the issues may not be solved. In inadequate manpower, trucks, and raw materials would still be required. The Biden administration has already attempted to blame the crisis on the Trump administration. The Independent reported that the Biden administration has attempted to shift the blame for the nation's current supply chain crisis at the feet of the Trump administration as the nation faced a series of problems with shipping. And let's completely ignore the fact that the economy was absolutely booming under Trump. In every, in every conceivable metric, the economy was booming. Then COVID hit, the Democrats shut down states. If COVID hit and there was no shutdowns done, we would be on a great trajectory. But no, the Democrats, the Democrats, the same people that these leftists are keep voting for, the same people that are living in these cities with crumbling infrastructure and that want to eventually leave those cities that are crumbling. Stop voting for Democrats. It's as simple as that. Uh, I don't even want to read this New York Times article, to be completely honest with you, because it's just going to—I'll read, I'll read the first two, sentences, two part paragraphs. President Biden announced Wednesday that the Port of Los Angeles will operate around the clock. The majority of companies, including Walmart, UPS, FedEx, will expand their working hours as the administration struggles to receive growing backlogs in the supply chain that delivery, uh, deliver critical goods to the United States. Product shortages have frustrated American consumers— and business and contribute to inflation, which therefore to hurt the uh, the president politically. The problems of poise worse. Another another thing is with this Biden administration is as soon as Biden took office, the trajectory of recovery greatly slowed down. If anything, went the opposite way. Even when with dealing with all the lockdowns, when Trump was in charge, the job growth was better, way better. As soon as Biden took office, started failing every single report. Researchers say that Zuckerberg spent $419.5 million to push Democrat votes in 2020. So Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg spent that much money during a 2020 election to support Democrat candidates through legal loopholes. These loopholes allowed him to pass money through two organizations that put the money into local government election offices with stipulations about how the funding could be spent, according to the researchers. Before we get more into that, I just want to say that 
There's a reason why the elites are supporting Democrats. There's a reason why the elites are getting richer and richer every time the Democrats bang that gavel and they put something else into play. There's a reason why the most powerful people in the world, people who control all the flows of information, want Democrats. And dear Democrat voters, do not see a problem with this. Do not see a problem with all these elites supporting socialists, supporting Democrats. They, the reason is they want the government to become bigger, so this way they can use the government to give them money. This way they can use the government to destroy their competition. This way they can use the government to have more control over you in order to force you to use their products and even have you more control over international affairs when it comes to bringing their products elsewhere. There's a reason why they want the government to be bigger and they want the government to be controlled. And the bigger you make the government, the more control they're going to have over you. It's as simple as that. You're not going to have your your Bernie Sanders of a benevolent dictator. You're not going to have it because even Bernie Sanders was a sellout. So even, even your God was a sellout. And plus, well, your benevolent dictator that you choose is also 110 years old. So yeah, let's see how long that's going to last. Uh, these loopholes, okay. The New York Post featured a shocking political influence story in its cover on Thursday. Headlined, Zuck Bucks and how Facebook boss gave that much money to get Biden elected. The report stated that the 2020 election wasn't stolen. It was likely bought by one of the world's wealthiest and most powerful men pouring his money through legal loopholes. The report said Zuckerberg had orchestrated and funded a targeted private takeover of the government election operations for highly partisan purposes despite being run through nonprofit organizations. The article concluded that Zuckerberg's money significantly increased Joe Biden's vote margin in key swing states in places like Georgia, where Biden won by 12,000 votes in Arizona. Yeah, so much for keeping money out of politics. Yeah, let's just have uh, these people in charge of multi-trillion dollar corporations just keep funneling money um, into campaigns so that uh, one particular side can win. Like on, on the surface level, like dear Democrat voters, do you do not see a problem with this? Do you not see a problem with this manipulation? Uh, this unprecedented merger of public election offices with private resources and personnel is a cute threat to the republic and should be forced uh, of electoral reform voting efforts moving forward, the report added. The two researchers, research organizations, uh, Center of Technology and the uh, Civics, whatever, 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 distributed the money to cities and counties in ways that would bring out Democrat voters and increase the count for then-candidate Joe Biden in key swing states. William Doyle, Doyle, PhD, and principal researcher, whatever, whatever, Texas wrote for The Federalist in an article featured by The Post. Doyle, whose team's analyst conducted the research, called the merger of a public election offices and private resources an acute threat to our republic. Okay. We, we all know the rest. We know the, the bulk of the money donated by Zuckerberg and his wife went to CTCL for a total of $350 million, according to Influence Watch. The money, uh, money, 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 then went out in grants to jurisdictions to help them hire staff, buy mail-in process equipment, and then other measures to handle election during the COVID pandemic. Meanwhile, out of the 26 grants, $1 million or more each, okay, whatever. They just really break. They're they're really breaking it down. Um, hey, hey, dear Democrats, dear Democrats, wake the fuck up! Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop a video like, subscribe to the post notifications on new video every single day. If you can listen to flips of the show, the Joey Saldina Show, and all the podcast apps, you can go there right now and subscribe. Also, the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Right now, we're about twelve Facebook supporters. I'm trying to get that to twenty by the end of the month. So, if you're a Facebook supporter, it'd be greatly appreciated. 
If you're on YouTube, right now we only got one supporter on YouTube. You click the join button, become a channel member. I'll let you know if we ever get to 10 by the end of the week there. Um, also, if you support, if you don't want to do any of those things, you can go over to Patreon and support me there. Even just $1 a month helps out. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.